Touch the Blarney Stone Pictures presents a movie about seduction, homoerotica, and just feeling good. I know you're in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, that feels funny. Trouser Mouse Hunt, starring Pee Wee Herman. Hey, Pee Wee, my father says I can have anything I want for my birthday. Good for your father, Francis. He says I can have your trouser mouse. That's my game. Don't pull it out. Trouser Mouse Hunt is loads of fun. Critics say after this movie, you'll wish you had your own mouse. I know you are, but what am I? Trouser Mouse Hunt, happening in dark movie theaters everywhere. Yeah, how's Pee Wee doing? Won't see him no more. Yeah, won't see Pee Wee no more, which is kind of sad. It's not, he wasn't doing anything. Any, uh, any, oh, no, he was. He did, did the uh, Broadway show of Pee Wee's Playhouse, which was a marginal hit, and uh, then COVID hit. Uh, but, yeah, he always worked. And everybody always loved Pee-wee. And it's another chunk of my childhood gone. what you've done. Yours truly, Brit Summers, at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. The tune voted best. The number one tune this week. We got a section nine in progress at the Triple X Theater. Officers requesting backup of all of paper towels. I love myself, cause no one will love me When I feel down, I run to the movies Give the usher my stub, it's all kinda sleazy I unzip my pants, cause I'm feeling pee-wee I didn't hurt anybody else So leave me alone so I can touch myself Ah. I didn't hurt anybody else I mean, I didn't touch animals. I only choked one chicken. You just got a gun in your pocket, Pee Wee, or are you just happy to see us? What's with the cops? Why'd they come running? I was just hanging with a friend of mine. I turned around, and the coppers, they were laughing. They said, Pee Wee, ah, you're gonna go blind! I closed my eyes, cause it's getting to me. My career might die. But I'm feeling groovy Any fool can see How much I adore it I get down on my knees ah, Cause I'm going for it ah, ah. I didn't hurt Anybody else So leave me alone So I can touch myself No, no, I didn't hurt No, anybody else I hold up my hands, police officer But I'm busy now Media popcorn with butter on the side. I'll just butter it myself. Ah! Yeah, no more Pee Wee, and that's because he was fun. His act was fun. It was inventive. And uh, he didn't know what that was when he first came along. After leaving the Groundlings, and he was doing that act with the uh, goofy uh, playhouse set. We don't know if it was a children's show or uh, a takeoff on a children's show or whatever it was, but it was like the ultimate takeoff of a children's show, of a, a man-child running a children's show. And uh, I guess, I don't know, you guys see them on YouTube, I guess, but they were hilarious. I didn't miss one. And this is back in, uh, what, 85, 86, 87. It was on for a little bit. On CBS, uh, I think it was Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. <clears throat> Never missed it. Or or I taped it on videotape. It was it was really fun. I really liked Pee Wee Herman. And the thing with the uh, masturbating in the theater, you know, he was a human being too. Leave him alone. Not to mention he was a great actor. But leave the man alone. I know Republicans these days want to uh, make masturbation illegal. <laughs> well, they kind of did back then. He, he was in Sarasota, by the way. You know where that is. The Villages. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Soder. 
That's where the cranky people go. That's DeSantis land. <laughs> Sorry, Soder. And that's when they busted him with the with the jerking off in the theater. Oh, oh my God, that's terrible! And he, he has a show in front of the children. What about the children? You know something? <laughs> like children don't masturbate. Yeah, they couldn't relate to that. But that story soon dissipated, and he started working on other things. He played uh, the the Penguin's dad in Gotham, and he did a great job. He was a very talented actor uh he didn't need to do peewee anymore but and he did do peewee a couple of I mean, like i said he was doing the broadway show and uh 70 years old that's not that old anymore <clears throat> by today's standards uh well r.i.p wee peewee sorry to see you go really are uh, but he again it's it's not like he was still doing peewee i guess you'd have to get the, the, the video set somewhere or it's on youtube you're listening to the Brit Summer Show, broadcasting live from the Sea of Fat. Oh my God, am I fat? Why I'm so fat? <laughs> I bought a Mini Cooper, and the dealership threw in a shoehorn. Should I do one more? Well, let me do one more. I'm so fat. I went swimming the other day and left a ring around the lake. Anyway, I'm coming to you courtesy of the auspices of Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, Amazon Music. Amazon Music? Yeah, Amazon Music, yeah. Tune in, Stitcher, uh, temporarily. Uh, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, uh, Radio Public, Listen Notes, Zencaster, and Substack, which is uh, growing by leaps and bounds, and it's a really good site. Have I seen Barbie yet? No, and I have a sad story to say about that. Hiya, Barbie. Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. thing I want to ask before I uh, keep going on that story about what happened last week. <clears throat> the Oppenheimer movie, I want to see that as well because uh, I'm a history buff. I love history and it seemed that they did a good job on it. <clears throat> and as they were the two big blockbusters of the, the week and uh, continuing to be as, as such uh, great. That's actually good news. It shows promise that uh, this country might have more than two brain cells. Uh, that uh, you know, we might have more. Even though, uh, of course, I didn't see the Barbie movie yet, but I'm hearing it's not quite as vapid as you would think it would be, and uh, and which is great. And I'm, I will see it. Uh, and I'm also going to see Oppenheimer. And did you know that here's something you could only learn on the Brit Summer Show. One of the one of the uh, busiest actors. Of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and even uh, today, he does voice work now, uh, that you've ever seen. Never had his own show, but it's hard to tell him apart from Gavin McLeod, because uh, they look, look alike. But Alan Oppenheimer, Alan Oppenheimer, you will notice, was in, uh, first of all, he just played the Nazi in uh, Hogan's Heroes. He was in, uh, usually a bad guy. He was even on, I uh, think, Barty Miller. He was on every single show, the most workingest actor in, in, in the business. Alan Oppenheimer. Keep your eye peeled for that when you see reruns or old classic vintage TV shows. Uh, yeah, he looked like Abbott McCloud. Uh, uh, only uh, he wasn't, you know, captain of the love boat. He looked like him, but he wasn't him. And he used dialects, and, he, and uh, right now I think he's uh, doing voice work on cartoons. So, and the guy's pretty old. He's up there. But yes, is he related to Alan, to uh, Oppenheimer, the movie? Yes. Yeah, so I'm curious to see that, if they mention Alan Oppenheimer in the film. <laughs> yeah. I ask you, how many political talk shows would have this running uh, behind? <laughs> would you hear this on? How, how did I wind up with this track? I, I don't know. I had this, uh, 
it was about 20 years ago in the Neil Rogers show. I think there was another Barbie movie out, but it, w- it wasn't a real, it was a cartoon or something. I do, do not remember, but for purposes of comedy bits, I have the uh, Barbie uh, song. And I'd like to find out when I go to the film if, if they're actually using this for the theme, because this is 20 years old here. But anyway, I, uh, I did, well, I didn't do something. Uh, because uh, again I'm so fat uh, and it's just not just a vanity thing and I'll explain that to you I got a call well actually it was a message uh, a week ago asking me to uh, headline some kind of a I don't know gay trans event going on in the city of Wilton Manors as Barbie now okay, first of all these people who called me, apparently, like most, I mean, even you out there, haven't seen me since the operation, since I, I it was a year ago, almost, two weeks, it'll be one year, since the tumor was removed, and my recovery, they have, you haven't seen me, man, I'm huge, I'm a big fatso, uh, but from what they're used to seeing me, uh, like uh, a year ago and prior to that, I could have pulled it off. I could have pulled the Barbie thing off. I have, I have the hair. I have the outfit. I have uh, the shoes or boots. I got everything that will work, including a pink heart-shaped purse. <clears throat> and I never thought, and with all the pictures that were taken of me, I never thought of doing a set dressed as a Barbie because Barbie had so many different outfits. I never, I couldn't think of just settle on one. Uh, but anyway, I, I have, I had it now. I had the pink polka dot. Well, it's a black polka dot. And I have a pink polka dot. I have shoes that match. I had the uh, clear shoes. I had the polka dot shoes. I got the, uh, like that blue dress I have, only it's a uh, plunge uh, top on it. Uh, Anyway, none of it fits anymore. I have nothing that fits. All I can wear are big, fat jogging pants and a a shirt. So I, I had to decline. And here's why I'm saying this to you. It's interesting. I've been getting criticized for that. Like, uh, oh, you should have shown up. You would have been an example to to set for for others who are having a hard time like you. Uh, Yeah, well, maybe, but I I, I wanted to... When I do something like that, I want to do it right. And ask me to uh, show up like Barbie. Like I said, a year ago, I could have done it. I even have the uh, coupon bun fall that uh, they, they used a couple times. In I have every piece of hair they got in that movie, although I didn't see the movie yet, but I saw all the attractions and ads, and, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. But can I have done Barbie? Yes. Can I do it now? Uh, no. No, I cannot. So, uh, yeah, and I, you know what? I, I see what they're saying. I should have maybe... Well, first, here's the other thing. In addition to that, I can hardly walk straight I mean, I mean, I can walk now uh, after regaining that, um, but I'm not walking good. I get out of breath after a certain amount of time. I have to walk with a walker. I would be Barbie with a walker. <laughs> and and even at that, I'd have to spray paint the, the walker pink. Uh, so it, it wouldn't have worked. I mean, I mean in my view... But uh, I was criticized uh, a lot, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe next time I'm asked to do to, to appear as a thin person, <laughs> I'll do it. And it pisses me off too, because I if if this was a year ago and this movie came out a year ago, I would have been there. Yep, I would have jumped on it. I love doing stuff like that, but that's how life goes. And that didn't go well for me, that part. It's a shame, too, because, uh, like I said, it never occurred to me to do a... I did a lot of a picture picture sets. Where are those pictures I was looking for? And uh, and those picture sets uh, were different, like, uh, scenes and outfits and stuff. And it never occurred to me once to do a Barbie, you know. But maybe I should look through them again. I might find one that's close. And I'll send them that, maybe that none they'll be satisfied. But uh, right now, you know, I, I look like somebody's uh, Aunt Mitzi. 
I look like Bobby's Aunt Mitzi. I know I played this recently, but uh, Robbie Robertson died this week, so here's a parody of the band. I went to Nutrisystems, I was thinking about losing weight. I stepped on the scale, and they got a measuring tape. They said, wait a minute, mister, there's only so much we can do. I think liposuction may be the only thing for you. Suck the fat off my fanny. Suck the cellulite. Suck the fat off my fanny. I don't have to worry about no bulges around my thighs Cause thanks to liposuction, you know I'm a brand new man Hook up the Hoover, suck the fat out as fast you can Suck the fat off my fanny, suck the cellulite Suck the fat off my fanny Robbie Robertson who passed away, and uh, it's uh, related to the topic at hand. And speaking of no genitalia, <laughs> this, is, uh, this one hit me funny because I listened to Tom Hartman, the uh, kindly old professor, and uh, he's the uh, smartest man in the world. He is the smartest man in the world, and the uh, most genteel, kindest man in the world. And I heard him one day, a few weeks ago, I never heard him lose his composure for, for all the years he's been on the year. And wait till I tell you what did it. And, and I guess he felt bad about it because uh, it wasn't on his uh, uh, Substack review. He, 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 every night you get a Substack review of his show of what he talked about. This wasn't on it. But I guess if you're a member of his uh, YouTube thing, you could probably look back on it. I, I don't even know if you could find whatever you talked about. Well, okay, what happened was, and I never heard him get this, irate, ever, with everything going Trump and this and that. Oh, and by the way, if you were wondering why I haven't brought up the uh, Trump indictments and arraignments and all this, is because I'm waiting for the one time when they, <laughs> where he can't fly away in his own private jet, okay? When you have a defendant who's breaking almost every law in the book that, that, that can be imagined, uh, a traitor to this country, you know, I don't want to go through the whole thing, but if you could just nod your head, say, yes, yes, okay, uh, like he did with the, with the judge that after, as soon as he got out of the, the trial, as soon as he got out of the, uh, the, the courtroom, he started trashing her and uh, and everybody else. He disobeyed the. the he, he he was admonished to follow the rules she set for him, and as soon as he got out of the courtroom, he disobeyed each and every one of them. And what are they doing to him? They're letting him fly away in his private jet all over the country. So I'll just uh, I'll just uh, keep my uh, well I can't cross my legs in it anymore so I'll just cross something. But this thing with Tom Hartman with the the, the circumcision, it, it, this got him really boiling mad. A woman called and was talking about uh, legislation being written by I guess uh, Hillsdale College or some right-wing organization that along with the uh, anti-women stuff and restricting blacks from voting and everything else on top of that uh, they were going to say it was mandatory not to get circumcised they're going to outlaw circumcision now I don't know where she heard this 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 is some caller and you know uh, listening to an afternoon talk show you know most of the callers calling in are Half-sauced anyway, They're old drunks. But that's what she said. 
so she, she said, yeah, they were going to outlaw circumcision. And Tom went, well, I agree with that. And that, <laughs> what? How can you agree with that? And, and that's what the woman said. You agree with that? And, she's, and he said, yes, uncircumcised penises are dirty. They have to, it, that's, what did he say? Circumcision is a form of genital mutation. It's mutating your, your genitals. And it's like, what? What? He was, he was screaming it too. And he was taking a very firm stance. No, I do not like circumcision. That part I'm glad about. Let, let him pass that bill. Everybody should get walk around with a, a, a little hoodie on. No. <laughs> he was upset. The kindly professor. Now, he gets calls in the, to his show. Where saying, my, most of them sound like this. <clears throat> well, you know, Tom, the niggers and the Jews and all them. And, uh, they're, and he'll interrupt them and say, I'm sorry, I'll have to ban you from my show. Please don't ever call here again. Uh, but thank you for your call. He's very polite, usually. This, this got him upset. They should write legislation to outlaw it permanently, never to be done again. And uh, even, if, even if it's done on a marble table in the back of a Mercury marquee. No. <laughs> he upset about this. Uh, and I, I, know, I never met the man. I, I think I talked to him once many years ago. He wanted me to do some drops for him. It was about 10 years ago, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I have to ask him again. What was this thing about the circumcision? I mean, he was, he was like spinning around in that chair. So, don't bring a circumcision up with uh, Tom. He'll get very, very upset with you. I took my troubles to the Hebrew school. My uncle Neil said it's the thing to do. I said that I was laughing, and the rabbi rolled his eyes. I wonder how he knew that I wasn't circumcised. I told him that I was a flop with chicks He said for 50 bucks he clipped my tip He looked at his watch and he said he had the time It wouldn't be much longer I wasn't circumcised He knelt down and turned around and gave me a wink He said I'm gonna cut it off right here at the sink I felt a sudden tug and then I started to shrink Draws, I thought of George, my knees got weak I couldn't feel it on the left or right I only know my jeans were quite as tight I used to be a large, but it cut me down the side I'm walking like a cowboy I've just been circumcised of George, my knees got weak, I couldn't feel it on the left or right, I only knew my jeans were quite as tight, now they call me managed when I shower with the guys, I'm walking like a cowboy, I've just been circumcised, I've just been circumcised, I've just been circumcised. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. Oh, yeah. We got no shortage of circumcision songs on the show. When I was hung like a goy, like I heard my bully call my name. She said, for a Hebrew, you've got to look more Jewish. She called a circumcising boy He grabbed my tube and gave a blade a swing And then he cut me, he cut me I used to be real manly But now I'm hung like a gnat I was bigger than that until the rabbi cut me He cut me, cut me, cut me, cut me Try to find a Jew that's hung Jew. 
Milton Berle's the only one. Berle's the only one. Because if you're Hebrew, you can't be hung if you're Jewish. My boobies are scala. My religious purity. She had the rabbi cut me. He cut me. I beg them, please don't cut me. You don't want to be hung like a gnat. Tom Hartman and, a, and a, you know, I love the guy. It's just that's, a, that's kind of weird to get that upset. That upset. Anyway, this uh, RFK, RFK Jr. Who talks this way? RFK, who who uh, should be talking this way? What's his problem, man? He can't talk this way, and he's a nutcase too. You see, the uh, Jewish uh, laser beams come down and wrap around the sun, and that causes COVID. And then the COVID wraps around your balls, and then your balls uh, uh, fall off, and then they, they roll off the flat earth. And then you see, it works that way. What happened to his voice? His father had a, it was a unique voice. His, uh, his father talked to this way, and it was fine. And uh, <laughs> I expect him to sound that way. When I returned, Mary Jo and her car were gone. But but that's that was Teddy. Anyway, he was he doesn't I look at this guy and it doesn't match up. What you take is the moonbeams, the moonbeams. Uh, they, they they go up your ass and then they cause disease. You see, and don't ask me. I'd ask uh, uh, QAnon, Mister Q. Ask the great Q above all of us, the Q. Hey, hey, Bob! How come you you can't talk like your father? Or do you mean like uh, like a this? Yeah, why can't you stay talking? Well, uh, yeah, I took a lot of a uh, what do you call it? Their drugs, and the drugs had a big effect on me. And then I started talking like this over here. His father was a rock star. RFK would have been president if uh, yeah. That that's why that happened. By the way, <clears throat> I, I was old enough to know how popular that guy was. <clears throat> he was on la- I don't know if he was on Laugh-In, but, uh, I mean, he was uh, copied every day. They made record albums of the guy, for Christ's sake. 1966, there was an album <clears throat> called Bobby Sings, I think it was. I don't know, I have to look it up. And he, and he did uh, my uh, my version of A Wild Thing. Uh, you make uh, everything uh, groovy. So maybe I should do a parody bit of it, <clears throat> singing it like RFK Jr. now. A Wild Thing, uh... You make everything uh, groovy. I wonder what kind of drugs make them sound that way. I mean, my the drugs I took uh, just took the voice away. <clears throat> I just had no voice at all. But they, they, they really cut off his vocal cords. And he's talking like this over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, and his brain is shot. I mean, it's... it's bl- I, I mean, really? Roger Stone... Roger Stone is your, your sponsor to, to, to run for president. Uh, you know, all you ever do, did was uh, talk about uh, uh, water. <laughs> so you're going to go from talking about water to, to, to running the country? Oh, okay. Well, water is where everything comes from. Water. We are made of water. We are 97% water. And that means if we, you squeeze, get squeezed, you're like a sponge and you start uh, going wee-wee all over the place. Squish, squish. Now, how would your father sound if he said that? <clears throat> uh, we're uh, made of uh, 90% uh, water, and uh, if we're uh, squeezed thusly, uh, we uh, go squish, squish. And uh, I uh, thank you for being here tonight, and uh, let's press ahead. Yeah. Uh-oh, he got hurt. Uh-oh. Back after this. This is your Senator uh, Ted Kennedy. Have you been put on a no-drive list as I have? Here's uh, your chance to uh, earn your license back with uh, help from the uh, Kennedy Driving School. Uh, The uh, first thing you should know uh, is uh, to stay away from uh, bridges and water. 
Of course, our buildings are safe as an obstacle as well. With the uh, Kennedy Driving School, uh, you uh, will join the ranks of uh, many other bad drivers, such as uh, uh, James Dean, Lindsay Lohan, Grace Kelly, Jackson Pollock, Jan Barry, uh, Sam Kennison, Harry Chapin, Larry Blyden, and uh, of course, uh, Ernie Kofak. So uh, apply uh, immediately, if not soon up, to the uh, Kennedy Driving School, and uh, you'll uh, get a license uh, faster than I can run from supporting any measures uh, introduced by uh, Russ Feingold. It's Truth in Talk Radio. You're listening to Brittany Summers. That's right. Stand by, Senator. Remember, on this record, we're trying to answer Senator McKinley's hit record, and, uh, George, you have a word here? All right, Senator, this one's for the Democrats, so let's really hear it. All right, I think I'm about as ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay, stand by. This is Wild Thing. Take 72. Senator? Hiya, Dad. You think I couldn't join you on this? Thanks a lot. Wild Thing. You make my, uh, my heart sing. You make uh, everything uh, groovy. Wild thing. A wild thing. Uh, I think I love you. But I, uh, but I want to know for sure. Uh, come on in uh, and hold me tight. I love you. Uh, yes. Yeah. How's that, guys? Uh, is that about Pretty it? close, Senator. A little less stuttering, please. All right. A little more of a liberal interpretation, Senator. Can you do that? And watch the pronunciation of the word heart. Wild thing. That's perfect, Senator. Lay it on it now. Uh, you make my heart sing. Uh, it's really coming along, Senator. You make, uh, you make everything uh, groovy. Yes. Wild thing. All right, uh, Teddy on the ocarina. Let's go. Uh, can I go tempo, now, Daddy? Tempo. Senator, we're going to have to oh, get these kids Let out of the studio. I'm sorry, uh, Ethel, uh, you want to... The kids are stepping on the musicians, Ethel. Get them out of the uh, recording studio now, I think. Yeah. Eunice, a little more tempo there, please. Senator, do you feel comfortable now? I certainly do. Okay, yeah. just stand hey, by. Dad, we're coming up to you Dad, do you mind if I talk about COVID being caused by Fidian's rainbow? Uh, a wild thing. Uh, I think you moved me. That's uh, beautiful, Senator. The kids will love it. Uh, but I want to know uh, for sure. That's it. Bear down. Uh, come on and hold me tight. A little more Boston soul, Senator. Uh, you move me, yes. All right, Senator, now let's get a big finish here now. All right, uh, when you get the group going. family now. Yes, when you get, some, what, okay. get them going. All right. Here comes the good stuff, Senator, so really get into it and just think of the words. Here it comes. Stand by. Ready and... Oh, come on, wild thing. Not so ruthless, Senator. Uh, you make my heart sing. Uh, That's it. Snap your fingers, Senator. All right. Uh, Come back to New York, wild thing. That's it. Uh, Press ahead, wild thing. Think young, wild thing. Yeah, Senator Bobby. And it's still funny. It's tragically funny. Uh, But nobody's played that thing since. Or I haven't heard it except for maybe on the Dr. Demento show. But it's, it's sad to hear but he was so popular back then uh this guy bill mingan and had, had an album out of uh it was called uh, senator bobby and a bunch of songs by him and it was it's still funny hey you're listening to the brit summer show and i read a piece that i want to share with you because it it, it kind of gave me the chills about how the news is gone yeah it, the news it's gone and i'm talking about print yeah uh, Marine Dowd wrote this, and uh, I don't like her. <laughs> uh, but this is non-contestable. This is actually, you know, she's been in a newsroom all her life. Uh, most of the people who aren't pundits uh, aren't, are in newsrooms, and newsrooms are a thing of the past. She asks, what would a newspaper movie look like today? And, uh, and the answer is a bunch of individuals in their apartments surrounded by sad houseplants using slack. Yeah, Mike Isikoff, an investigative reporter at Yahoo, 
who worked at the the Washington Star, the Washington Star, back in the seventies. Uh, <laughs> newsrooms were crackling gaggle of gossip, jokes, and anxiety, and oddball, hilarious characters. Now we sit home alone, staring at our computers. What a drag! What a shame! Mark Leibovich, a writer at the Atlantic. I can't think of a profession that relies more on osmosis and just being around other people more than journalism. There's a reason they made all those newspaper movies. All the President's Men, Spotlight, The Paper. There's a reason people get tours of newsrooms. Because you don't want a tour of your local H&R Block office. Oh, yeah. They're all gone. They're gone. In fact, we had the Miami Herald building, which was there, which was a landmark. But uh, here in Florida, we don't like landmarks, so they tore it down. There's nothing there now. Get out of here. That's that's what Florida said. You know, something just occurred to me. I'm doing this all wrong. Let me get some more authenticity here going because. Uh, you know, I, I I didn't work in a newspaper newsroom. But I didn't. I did work in a radio station newsroom. I didn't work in the newsroom. I didn't do the news. But I knew the people in there and hung out in there a couple times. We're at the WYOD radio station, which is now abandoned and about to get torn down. Uh, the great Terry Griffin, Chuck Meyer, uh, and everybody else. I can't always. I can't think right off the top of my head right now. But uh, one of the greatest news teams, award-winning news teams in South Florida. Uh, they really rose to the occasion during uh, Hurricane Andrew. <clears throat> In fact, uh, one of our one of the reporters went out to check things out in the uh, WIOD news van, and he was asked if uh, if the crew was all right in the devastation of uh, hur- Hurricane Andrew. And that's where this drop comes from. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, that was the late Dan Stewart. <laughs> from 1992 that's how old that drop is oh we're fine anyway they they didn't have one of these and <laughs> these were long gone even even in the early 90s but when i first started in the radio business yeah these were in radio stations <clears throat> and depending on where you were working it was a uh, either a reuters machine or a, an ap machine it was a machine in my case <clears throat> what we had was a associated press machine and they're, they're ticker type machines, and uh, you heard them. And that, on radio, when you heard them back then, they used to play them all the time. <laughs> it was just a recording. Nobody had them in the. Ours was in the toilet. The way ours was uh, situated was if you sat on the toilet in a very small bathroom, and the ticker and the uh, teletype machine went on. Uh, you could read the uh, hotline, the, the stories as they came off the hot press, uh, while you're taking a dump. And uh, that was the glamorous world of radio. The legendary percussive soundtrack of a paper's newsroom in the 1940s by the Times Culture Czar Arthur Gelb in his memoir, City Room. <clears throat> there was an overwhelming sense of purpose, fire, and life. The crackling rhythm of typewriters, the throbbing of great machines, and the composing room on the floor above. Reporters shouting for copy boys to pick up their stories. The pungent aroma of vice... <laughs> Uh, a carpet full of cigarette butts, clerks who were part-time bookies, dice games, brass spittoons, and a glamorous movie star mistress wandering about. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was a characterization, characters of people, people. Forty years later, uh, working at, in the Times newsroom, it was still electric and full of eccentric characters. The green eye shades were gone, but nobody yelled hat and coat. And it got more quieter as it got computerized. It's it's a shame because this is, you know, it's not just uh, relegated to just uh, American, British newspapers, uh, European newspapers are all the same. Just the newsroom itself, just a, a, a gaggle of people working together. It's a it's a romantic alchemy, which is weird. But it happened, and it was something. There was electricity. It's right. I agree with the electricity. Um, it's it's so sad. It's it's a shame that it's gone. 
Uh, newsrooms have been shrinking and disappearing for a long time, and of course, due to shifting economics and the digital revolution. But now you, you look for proof of life on an eerie ghost ship. Once in a while you can hear reporters wheeling or hectoring some reluctant source on the phone, but it's muted because many younger reporters prefer to text or email. That's no fun. I hate texting, by the way. Have I mentioned that? I hate texting. There's nothing on Earth that can do more to ruin relationships or break up friendships. More than texting. She goes on to say, I'm mystified when I hear that so many of our 20-something news assistants prefer to work at home. At that age, I would have had a hard time finding mentors or friends or boyfriends if I hadn't been in the newsroom. I never could have latched on to so many breaking stories if I hadn't raised my hand and said, I'll go. Mary McCrory, a uh, liberal lioness columnist, would have never gotten to know me, uh, so I never have gotten invitations from her years later like this one. Let's go see Yasser Arafat at the White House and go shopping. You could see history happening. People would cluster over the reporter's desk, pile into the boss's office, and sometimes break into incredibly loud fights. There were weirdos in the newsrooms and fabulous role models occasionally. In the spirit of being a part of a motley entourage, now it's just you and your little cursor on your screen. It really sucks. It really blows. And why am I upset about it? Because it's another form of communications uh, that we uh, are, are lacking. They're going away. They're just going away. And uh, the Democratic Party, again, am I blaming them for a lot of things? Yes, I am. The Florida Democratic Party, especially, who has done nothing. They have done nothing. And they're still doing nothing. If you, look, if you open your window and put your ear outside, you'll hear them do nothing. That's what the Democratic Party is doing today, Not, especially in Florida, because they figure it's a lock anyway. Why bother? See, uh, the only blue county left in this state is Broward, and <clears throat> why bother doing anything else? Uh, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the clubs are thinking about doing a, uh, <laughs> what were they doing before? Um, having a bake sale, uh, uh, having a little uh, throw a quarter in a basket giveaways or something, you know, to help encourage young people to vote. <laughs> I guess they see no way in, uh, in beating this guy, so uh, they, they just um, sit back and uh, wait. And what's the latest with DeSantis? Well, he's not just going to be your average authoritarian dictator uh, uh, tyrant. No, he's going to change plans. See, right now he's following the playbook of Don Trump. But he's going to, in fact, if you saw one of his last speeches on the news, He's doing the okay thing with his hands, flipping them up and down, swinging them all over the way. He's, he's terrible. But when, if he ever does become president, which is something the Democratic Party doesn't seem to fucking care about, um, he's going to go the way of Stalin. Because right now, he's removing all of his, uh, uh, not enemies, just uh, he's removing Democrats from office. It's because they're Democrats. Now, uh, a couple of them are black, especially this black state attorney who uh, had nothing. To she just has different views, expressed her own personal views, okay? And for that, she's being punished and removed from office. But that's not all. He's removing uh, Democrats from office just uh, arbitrarily because he don't want none in there. So we're not going to have a chance uh, of winning anything in 24 for this state, or, or uh, 26 for that matter. It's, it's just, just, it's over for Florida. Florida is done. It's toast. It's, uh, it, has, it feels like uh, 190 out there. It's like uh, baking at, at, with a confection oven at 500 degrees. It's going to be burned, burned to the ground, burned to, to the ocean, and let the ocean take it over, because uh, this guy... He's doing just what the, the villages want. Yeah, the cranky dead villages. One foot in the grave and one foot in the voting booth. And uh, they like this guy. They like the, the, the fact that he says things at a rally that uh, when he gets into office, he's going to do this. We're going to start slitting throats on day one. That's right. Ron DeSantis, we have a governor here that's going to slit throats. Not seek legislation, not uh, find different policies or govern in a different way. No, 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 no. 
he's going to take a machete and slit throats. We're going to start slitting throats on day one. This part, well, he's not personally going to do it. He's got a private army to do that. That he's got set up all ready to go. We're going to start slitting throats on day one. So, you know, and I wanted this to be kind of a light show, but, you know, that, that came out this week by a little fat fucker that everybody hates, including the Republican Party. No one can stand this guy. And we can't, well, we're stuck with him. We can't get rid we're stuck with him till 26. And, I, and the people, I, I would say to the people in the villages, are you happy? But they're dead already. And uh, by the time 26 rolls around, everybody that voted for him uh, will be all gone. They'll be dead in the ground. And uh, it'll be replenished with more redneck pinko uh, MAGA holes uh, to vote uh, right wing from the Midwest. That's, they're all from the Midwest. And that will also have the uh, new villages on this coast where hopefully it'll get some Jews in there. But I, maybe, they, I don't know, it's still way north of here. <laughs> Jews tend to settle like uh, Palm Beach on down to Miami. And they're not on the west coast of this place. And what a shame it is. Florida's always been stupid. Florida's always been goofy. Florida's always been fun to make fun of. Now it's a dangerous place. We're going to start slitting throats on day one. It's just dangerous. Like I said last week, my hopes are low for next year. Music. From Boca, Brittany. Music. More music. Pick to click of the week on the Brit Summer Show. Once again, it's Leonette and Friends. Yeah, you might be wondering what happened to them. Well, since uh, Russia attacked Ukraine, I uh, banned them from my show. Uh, but it turns out, because uh, I did some research on it, and, uh, you know, they've been touring the United States. Uh, they're part Russian and part Ukrainian. So uh, you can't blame them. And uh, I'm not upset at them no more. They've made a lot of apology videos and uh, videos to help support Ukraine. So they're back on the show with one of their latest covers of the Canadian Chicago <laughs> Lighthouse. One fine morning, gonna wake up. Want to sleep from my Smile inside the window He 
Damn. What good musicians. Wait. <laughs> you know, I, I can't go anywhere. But I'd sure like to see them live. They're, 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 they're get, catching on. Uh, more and more people are... You know what it was? Uh, the Ukrainian uh, war going on. Uh, the, the, the war that uh, Russia's waging on them. Uh, a lot of these were recorded in Moscow. But uh, then some of them were recorded in Eve. Uh, so I'm, look, I'm looking at the stamps like, oh, okay. I can't read Russian, obviously, Ukrainian, but uh, I could. Th that does list where the uh, band members are from. And if you add it all up and put it all together, you know, half the band is from Ukraine and half the band's from Moscow. So what are you going to do? I mean, they're, they're uh, all well, trained. Uh, yeah, they're trained in both countries, too. Uh, professionally trained. That's why they're so damn good. And, and nothing uh, makes me more moist than uh, hearing good good musicians not this uh you know uh i'm hearing about these rappers killing each other again and uh you know uh, calling themselves artists <laughs> i'm an artist yeah okay because they they have a beat track and they can make words rhyme i'm a genius did you hear what i just played you know they wouldn't be able to do that if you showed them what a piano was they'd run out of the room screaming uh, so anyways, I really, really appreciate that. Maybe I'll play one coming up. Uh, I just can't get enough of it. It's so good. I mean, even the uh, well, the remainder of uh, the real band, Chicago, the original players, have said these guys sound better than they did originally. And you know something? I've seen the concert footage of the original Chicago when Terry Cath was alive. And they weren't holding up. They were strictly a studio band that couldn't go live, but they weren't tight enough. Uh, and I guess I could see that these guys can go live. Not a mistake. Not a pubic hair out of place. <clears throat> Although it is kind of uh, intimidating. Look at it, these guys. You you don't want to get captured by any of them, <laughs> especially the drummer. Go on YouTube. Look at Lee and Ed and friends. And then uh, except except for the beautiful blonde, uh, the the other guys are kind of like scary. <laughs> so especially the dad drummer there. And the other lead singer with the beard. Uh, it's like, uh, gives me the information I want. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know, <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, but you can't be all that bad if you can play music like that, right? It's the Brit Summer Show, and I thank everybody for supporting me and clicking on the donate button. Yes, I got another one th this week and uh, maybe another one. You know, it's happening to me. Uh, because of the drugs, I'm on, I'm on a lot of drugs. Uh, again, how many drugs am I on? About 30, man. Yeah. And sometimes I forget what day it is. And sometimes I don't get up because I think it's the next day. And, uh, uh, you know, I get, to, like I said last week, I get stunad. And my, my schedule is all upside down and I'm really uh, falling behind in a lot of things. And there's a lot, of, and also, I have a, a complete prepped show ready to go, and I'll forget what to do, or where I put my notes, and I have to start all over again. Things like that, okay? I'm not whining, but that's I'm just I'm giving you an update on where my brain's at. Now, oh, by the way, I'm getting a uh, brain MRI <laughs> this week, so we're going to see if there's anything in there, Alice. Anyway, thanks again for supporting me, especially the underwriter and uh, special sponsor of this show. Ernie! We thank you! Thank you again, Ernie! Well, we uh, look at the time, boys and girls. It, lo <laughs> it looks like it's uh, going to be... Uh, I'm going to be closing out here. And uh, while I do it, I'm going to play an another great, great uh, cover of Chicago. And why? Because it's not licensed. Did you hear that, YouTube? Now, this is unlicensed material, although you couldn't tell that it isn't really Chicago. And this is one of my faves. It's going to go on my uh, death playlist. Uh, you know, and when you, when you go into the funeral home when I'm dead. When you see my, my feet sticking out of the floor. <laughs> and uh, if I get my brain together, we'll have more of this nonsense next week. So stay tuned, boys and girls. <laughs>